Welcome to Rama for Today Radio. Actually, it was the 22nd. I always said 21st, and I thought this Saturday was, but it's the 22nd. I looked at a calendar of 1933. It's the 22nd day of April of 1933, Saturday night at 7.30 o'clock, the South Bedroom, 405 North College Street. Just as Grandpa's old clock on the mantelpiece struck 7.30, my heart stopped. And I felt the blood, as it, 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 the circulation, as it cut off way down to the end of my toes. My toes just seemed to go numb. And that numbness came up, my, my feet, my ankles, my knees, my hips, my stomach. And, and when it hit me right in here, I just leaped out of my body. I leaped right out of my body. Just like a diver would leap off of a diving board into a swimming pool. When I leaped out of my body, I was conscious. I knew everything I know now. Welcome to Rama for Today with Ken and Lynette Hagan. Today we're continuing Kenneth E. Hagan's series, Spirit, Soul, and Body. Also, later in today's program, I'll tell you about this month's special radio offer. Right now, let's join Kenneth Hagan for this great teaching. So then, you see, my brother, sister, the Old Testament substantiates the fact of the story that Jesus is giving, that when the the beggar died physically, the angels carried him away. Did you notice about Samuel back there that it said he came up? He came up. Wasn't his body, but it was him. Then not only that, my brother, sister, but experience of Christians as well as sinners in death and in dying corroborate the fact that the inward man is an eternal being because he's a spirit being, he's eternal like God. He never dies. We've heard many stories. I, I've heard many, but, but let's, let's talk about a few that we know about. See, first-hand knowledge. Not just a few, but first-hand knowledge. Now then, I remember when my father-in-law lay dying. And I said, Lord, just very quietly, I, just as we say, prayed under my breath. You might, if you'd stood right beside me, heard me whispering. But I didn't get any louder than that. I just believe I'll rebuke this death. Command it to leave him. Death's of the enemy anyhow, and it is an enemy. I believe I'll just, just rebuke this, command him to live, command him to, this condition to leave him. He, he lay there on the bed unconscious. And the Lord said to me in my spirit, in this inward voice, down here on the inside of me, right down in here, he said, no, don't. Leave him alone, let him die. He's past 70. He'll never have a better chance to die, or a better time to die than now. He's got everything fixed up spiritually. He's got all his finances in order. He's got uh, all, all his bed in order. Everything. He's got everything fixed up. He'll never have a better time dying now, so leave him alone let him die. I said, all right. I'll do that on one condition, one condition alone. You bring him out of this death and let him leave a good testimony, and I'll let him go. I hadn't gotten those words out of my mouth until he opened his eyes. And he was just as clear as he could be, thought just as clear. And he looked at me and said to me, My God, Kenneth, he said, I, I, I'm dying. I said, I know it. I know it, Mr. Rooker. He said, uh, now the sooner the better. I said, I know that. He 
said, you know, there's been a man right up there. And he pointed up to the ceiling of that hospital room. You see, when a man's saved dies, he goes up. Amen. <laughs> when a man's unsaved dies, he goes down. And he said, he's been right up there. Well, I looked up and didn't see a thing. I knew he was standing on the brink, you see. Between two worlds, and he was seeing into both worlds, me here and that world over there. He said he's been standing up there for the last two days. And that's what the doctor said. He'd been dying. This is Monday afternoon. He'd been dying ever since Saturday afternoon, see. And said every now and then, he did that way. He said, he'll motion me on. He said, I don't rightly know who you are, sir, but you're going to have to wait just a minute. I'm not quite ready yet. <laughs> Hallelujah. And you know, we had a glorious reunion before he went home. You'd have thought he's going on vacation. You would have thought he was going on a vacation. We got our grandchildren who are grown and married now, but the only grandchildren he had, only about 11 and 9 years of age, and without a tear, without a tear, he bid them goodbye. And he sat up in bed and laughed and talked. In fact, the doctor, one of the doctors on the case told me, he said, I'd never believe it. I, if another doctor told me, I wouldn't even believe it. <laughs> that a man in the shape and the condition he was in could come out of it and be clear that way, be just as, as clear. He, he gave me something. Now, you doctors could tell me, I guess. But I, 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 I guess I'd know the name if I heard it. But anyway, this doctor gave me a name. And he said, he wasn't exactly dead, but he wasn't exactly alive. And I've never seen a person come out of it. And what I mean is, I've seen him, you know, partly revive or something and live a little longer. But he said, I mean, just be as clear as a bell. And, and his intelligence, just as, his mind, just as clear as it could be. He said, I've never seen that. I said, I wouldn't have believed it if the other doctor on the case had told me. I wouldn't even believe him. I'd have thought maybe some way or another he, he must have been mistaken about it. But I said, I saw it myself. And so we just had a big time. You'd have thought he was fixed to go on a vacation the next day. Laugh and talk. Praise God. In fact, the superintendent of the hospital said, well, just take anybody in there you want to. He or done been dead anyhow. We can't understand it. Said, just take all the family in there. Have 30 or 40 in there if you want to. He's a great big room. He's in it by himself. Said, just do whatever you want to do. It's a miracle that he's here. Just, just enjoy yourself. And we just enjoyed ourselves. <laughs> Glory. The next day he went home. He went home. Now, 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 nobody can erase that from our minds. We were there. I said, we were there. We were there. Then again... I know from my own individual experience. On the second, uh, many of you have heard it, you can get the track out there on the table, you can read it on the, actually it was the 22nd, I always said 21st, and I thought this, this Saturday was, but it's the 22nd, I looked at a calendar of 1933, it's the 22nd day of April of 1933, Saturday night at 7.30 o'clock in the South Bedroom, 405 North College Street, just as Grandpa's old clock on the mantelpiece struck 7.30, my heart stopped. And I felt the blood, as it, 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 the circulation, as it cut off way down to the end of my toes. My toes just seemed to go numb. And that numbness came up, my, my feet, my ankles, my knees, my hips, my stomach. And, and when it hit me right in here, I just leaped out of my body. I leaped right out of my body. Just like a diver would leap off of a diving board into a swimming pool. When I leaped out of my body, I was conscious. I knew everything I know now. I was no less man than I was when I was in my body. Amen. The only thing was I could not contact people in the physical. 
I could not contact people in the physical. And when I leaped out of my body, then I began to descend. I went down, down, down. I've given testimony before. Many of you have heard it. And, and the further down I went, the dark it became. It was like as though I was going down in a cavern or a cave or down into a well. I could look back up and see the light above me, the light of the earth. And I had, the, I had it in my mind because I knew it was slipping to say to my grandmother, my brother, youngest brother, nine years of age, and my mother to tell them goodbye. And when I got that goodbye out, I was already descending down into that pit. And all three of them testified later. They said to me later, and I hadn't told them my experience. I told it after they said this. I say I told it after they said this. I didn't even tell them that experience until several years later. Not then. But they said to me, you sounded, when you said goodbye, you sounded like you was way down in a well or something. My voice, some way or another, picked that up, this physical voice, and they heard me say goodbye. And they were right. Well, I, that's where I was when I said goodbye. I couldn't get it out fast enough. And I was already descended. And I went down into that place. And I did not lose consciousness. And I did not cease to exist. Now I was just as much a man as I am now. Now that was, that's the real man, and that's the man, Samuel, that came up. And that's the man, this, this beggar man, that the angels, that, that was him that they carried away. Praise God. And that real man is the man that left when my daddy-in-law died physically. And, and that was an angel, that was a spirit being up there There's waiting on him. Praise God, tell him, come on, come on. My sister said the other day, just before she went home, she said, well, I know I've got to die. said, I wish they'd hurry and come for me. She was up to the place that she was seeing over into two worlds. Or, or seeing two worlds. Back into this world and over into the next world. Hallelujah. Then I know in my own case, on about the 16th day of August of 1933, at 1.30 in the afternoon. Now let me tell you something that... Uh, uh, that I think will throw Bible light on some things. Thursday afternoon, at 1.30 in the afternoon, in the month of August, there in the city of McKinney, Texas, in 405 North College Street, the only difference the other happening was in the south bedroom, and this time they'd moved me to the north bedroom. I knew all the morning I was dying. You see, when you've been down there, you know it. I knew I was dying. And though we did not have, you know, way back there in 1933, you didn't have room air conditioners or central air in your house. All you had was a little fan blow a little air around. The windows was up, you know, try to get a little circulation. But it was a hot day in August. It can get hot down in Texas just like it can get hot here in Oklahoma sometime. And really, that day, to tell the truth about it, it finally got up to 106 degrees that day. Because it, uh, that was on back there, you know, when we had that dust bowl and that dryness, you know, for so long. And it'd get hot. And yet, though it was over 100 degrees at 1.30, and it got, as I said before, the afternoon's out 106. At 1.30, or really at noon when they first did it, yet I was so cold, my feet were so cold. I guess because of poor circulation. Until they took hot water bottles... 
and, and put around my feet and my body trying to warm me up. And there was a cold, clammy sweat upon my brow. My, my brow felt just as cold as it could be. You're listening to Rama for Today with Ken and Lynette Hagan. Right now, I want to tell you about this month's special offer, the Spirit, Soul, and Body 6-CD series. This series will enlighten you on how intricately you're made up. All six CDs are yours for only $31.50. Call 1-888-324-8499. That's 1-888-324-8499. Or 1-888-FAITH-99. To order the Spirit, Soul, and Body series right now. If you'd like to contact us at Rama for Today Radio, please do so in one of the following ways. Write to us at Rama for Today Radio, P.O. Box 50126, Tulsa, Oklahoma, 74150. Or send us an email to partnerservices at rhema.org. That's partnerservices at r-h-e-m-a dot o-r-g. If you're not already a partner, Here's your opportunity to become a part of a worldwide God-ordained vision that is affecting lives with the gospel of Jesus Christ. Just visit us online at rhema.org WPC and join today. Now, let's join Ken and Lynette Hagan. We're going to be in Living Faith's Crusade October the 12th through the 14th at New Brunsville, Texas, Tree of Life Church. Pastors Don and Jessamy Duncan... And then we're going to go over to Seminole, Texas. On Wednesday, Thursday, and Friday. That's right. October the 15th through the 17th at Family Harvest Church. Pastor Todd and uh, Daphne DeLay. It's going to be a great time. That's Come out right. and be with us. We're originally from Texas anyway, uh-huh. so we grew up there. So yes. a lot of, we know a lot of people in Texas, so come on out and be with us. That's right. Tomorrow, Kenneth E. Hagan continues his series on spirit, soul, and body. We'll be ready with more of this insightful series just for you tomorrow on Rama for Today with Ken and Lynette Hagan.